attitude. That's correct, Alpha. Teenagers with attitude. What's up? Justin Show, starring Justin. It's me, Justin, and joining me are Justin, Justin, and Justin, and this is the Justin Hi. Show. Oh, boy. Hi, Hi I'm who's, Justin. Who's ready yeah. to talk about? Justin. Uh, no, I'm sorry, you mispronounced my name. Hi, I'm Justine. Okay, I'm sorry, my bad. It's I'm, Justin. I'm, also, uh, I'm just. Just. Also, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Justin, you actually forgot the proper name for our group that we came up with, the, the Justins Just- League. I was going to say that joke! <laughs> How dare you! I'm the DC Comics girl here! <laughs> Does that like Batman? <laughs> I lied. That's not the name of the show. This is Teenagers with Attitude. We oh, talk about. Oh, Zach, why did you ruin our good goof we planned no. and worked hard uh, on? J- just I'm, saying, I'm gonna, uh, just don't get mad about Justin. Fucking it up. It's fine. We can get I'm back on the Justin's League. <laughs> on, uh, on Zach's bit here, I'm going to push back a little bit because the whole, like, Justin's the most important character thing, like, they, they honestly and thankfully kind of dropped that after, like, you know, six or seven episodes. Now, it's fine if he has a focus episode now because, like, he's not the only one who gets them anymore. Well, it's just, be- it's just because this particular episode. We'll talk about it when we get into it. I'll I'll say why it kind of bothers me a little bit more. But I'm Zach. I, th- this episode has a lot of problems. I don't think <laughs> being a Justin episode is the problem. Well, so I'm Zach, and joining me this week, we've got Mike. Hey, I'm here. And, uh, you know, just fucking... Hey, do y'all remember Ants with a Z? I do. Uh, with, I do. Also, yeah, yeah the, with the, the, I, remember, yeah. I remember there was a joke hey, where they're like, "This tastes like crap," hey, and then he's like, "Oh, it is before, crap." Uh, before anything, hey everyone, uh, caution warning for ants. There's gonna be some ant talk. There's no ant monster, weirdly enough, but I know that some people do not want to hear anything about ants. Stop the show now. Okay, bye. Right. Well, uh, I was gonna say, like. The thing I was, the bit I was gonna go into was about how, like, fucking, you know, hey, remember Ants, the one CGI movie that DreamWorks had before Shrek that mm-hmm. everybody forgot about because it was their one CGI movie before Shrek. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
But then everyone remembered it in the call. But so I remember. Yeah, well, so we all remember it. It really <laughs> fell apart. I was really hoisted by my own guitar <laughs> on that one. It had, That's it the had... one with the with the weird grasshopper dude, right? Yeah, played by Dan Aykroyd, and and I forget who played like his wife. Woody Allen. I think that's the only that. Woody Allen Sylvester Stallone duo vehicle there. Wow, what a team! I had <laughs> uh, a friend growing up who had that grasshoppers as like it's not an alarm. It's not a to- it was like a proximity alarm, and if you pass by him, he would start like yelling at you if you were an ant and saying he was gonna destroy you. It was weird. It's it was weird. That was like so. That was like the first. Uh, that was the first time that like Jeffrey Katzenberg like started pulling fucking favors and yeah. like got every fucking major Hollywood person he could get on the line to come in and voice like some kind of cartoon bug for like a, ten lines. A dumb ant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like uh, like Danny Glover's in there playing like a soldier. Uh, like I said, Dan Aykroyd had a fucking bit part. Hey, Mike. Like, w- w- who played the bug that ate crap and liked it? Because that's the only thing I remember about that. Movie. I forget. All of are you them. thinking bugs or are you thinking ants? No, and, and, no, 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 no. See, ants okay. is like is like the edgier one, and there's a joke in it where he's like, "This tastes like crap." Oh, it is crap, and he's happy about it because he's a bug. Oh, there's there's <laughs> straight up a shit. joke about like mm-hmm. drinking from aphids, and Woody Allen ant says, "I am apprehensive about drinking from the anus of another creature." Yeah, like this that's... ostensible children's movie where Woody Allen. Not only is in the film, but is saying the word anus. <laughs> He's also yeah, in I, it, which I, is a I, problem. I, I yeah. presume that on the surface, at least, Bugs Life is pretty clean because it's Pixar, but like Ants was like edgy and ugly looking. Hey, yeah, also the difference is that Bugs I Life was a good movie. the rest of the team. I mean, I'd maybe. I don't remember anything about it at all. <laughs> uh, so, also joining us, we've got Emily. <laughs> Hi, it's me, Emily. Do you have any extended animated film references you'd like to throw out um no okay great uh, i could talk about the miles morales spider-man game for an hour if you want <laughs> an hour is a little much maybe we'll, we we'll talk table about that it's good that's all i need to know <laughs> uh and also we've got fabby hi everyone i'm back uh Cassidy did great uh, and did so great last episode that I have decided to change the baseball segment until we get bored of this new format, and uh, you'll see more of that. But yeah, a lot of things have happened in baseball. Can't wait to not talk about them in in a little bit. <laughs> so, so why don't we go ahead and jump into that? Because yeah, there's uh, no hey, news, nothing. No, not really. I, I. You know, I've been, I try to keep up with Power Rangers news. There's not that much going on. They've announced the new season. The uh, current season is ending. Um, there's there's comic shit, but like, boy, I tell you what, I really liked the the first arc with Dracon. I thought that was neat. And then they just keep bringing him mm-hmm. back. He's like the fucking Joker of Power Rangers now. And it's boring to me. So yeah, it, he's <sighs> getting Tommy Oliver. Um, he literally which is just funny because yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 He's uh, getting get to the point where folks are like, Hey, remember when Tommy was just Tommy? Yeah. Like, yeah. Hey, remember, remember Tommy? I feel remember like when Dracon was just Dracon. I feel like you can do you can do Jacon once 
and it'll, yeah. and it'll be good once, and then after that, it's just like pandering, like like it it it. it, it I don't get why people like it because like he's gonna lose any impact they ever had if he just it's, keeps using yeah, him. It, it's but like, also it it makes one wonder like hey you you guys had other ideas right like yeah you had other <laughs> ideas yeah it's a bummer maybe they need well I don't know if it's like writers or like just editorials like Dracon's hot keep pushing Dracon. Yeah, yeah, I have to. I have to assume like that the main reason they're doing this is because like all the 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 Dracon like action Toys figures and, and shit everything. are selling. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Listen, the writing is still good, but yeah, yeah it, it You know how you fix it. this? Give Dracon his own comic and then I don't have to ever read about him or have him interact with Power Rangers ever again and he can be off doing whatever he wants and everything's good. He's like there you go. What, what would that look like though cuz he's like a bad guy, right? Like what would you There's do? they they've done a lot of bad what, guys. What what they what they venom him or like it's like Dracon lethal protector. Dracon ends up in San Francisco and just like kills people, but they're bad people. <laughs> do you want my Dracon pitch? Uh, sure. after whatever event this is last event, he gets uh sucked in some sort of time portal, magical portal to a dimension where he, there is no technology and it's all fantasy and he needs to slowly build up his like influence and like allies from the ground up and has no powers, just himself. Oh, so like like and Dr. he becomes Stone. a wizard. Uh I don't know what that is. <laughs> Doctor Stone uh, is an a, a yeah. manga about uh um the world everyone in the world gets petrified mm-hmm. for like three million years and then a few of them start waking up and one of them is a really good science boy and he's trying to bring civilization back faster like- than it originally did. <laughs> Hun, I need to put you on blast for a second here. Yeah. Because as Fabi was describing what was gonna happen with Lord Dracon in her pitch, yeah. I was about to say, Oh, so that's literally an Isekai. And then you and then yeah. you go oh like and then you name the one out of 150 billion animes <laughs> out right now that's not an isekai. <laughs> it's all isekais as far as the eye can I see. Mean, you it pick is, the it one is, that's I, not. I mean, because like because I, I it, it like you know the loss of technology thing is what I latched onto and rather than the other. It was world. more. It, it was more isekai. It was more. Uh, um, it reincarnated as a slime. It was more like a little bit overlord, but without the power. Uh, but just, I think it would be very interesting. Like, actually interesting. I might even read it if you're like, here's Drakon. We took away all his power. He has nothing but himself in this world that he doesn't understand. See how you do, buddy. So it's also kind of a reverse Isekai, because usually Isekais are power fantasies, where it's like, now I'm really powerful, but now he's like, now I'm not so powerful. Yeah, but I no. still know karate. And what else do you really? Yeah, he knows karate. That's it. <laughs> he, he knows kick really good. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, so yeah, there you go. But that's like, what they motherfucker should do doesn't know but, magic. But yeah, that, magic that's all the news is just. Powers. Right. The news is just there's a lot of Boom, Power Rangers me. comic you shit, have my and number. it's. Do they? Yes, I keep leaving the messages. <laughs> <laughs> I also have that trans Justin pitch of the Justine Space Ranger. Call me. Been working on that one. Perfect. Uh, so with that out of the way, let's move mm-hmm. to the Blaze Ball minute. And uh, yeah. I am 
I made a joke about how I thought it would be funny if someone who didn't know what the fuck Blazeball was read Fabby's notes uh, mm-hmm. about Blazeball. And so we're going to try it and see if it's funny. I, I, will, has- I, I will say that I quite enjoyed that segment last time. So I appreciate yeah, it. Might, it might make some good, might make some good content. Fabby has uh, sent me Listen, some notes. We all know I'm all about the content and the bits. So, yeah, I have sent you my notes. The best content and the best bits have extended digressions before they begin yeah. about how good of content and bits yeah, they're going to be. They're You're great. joking, but yes, yes, they do. That's why they're good. <laughs> so, uh, without further ado, the uh, the Blazeball Minute, uh, the results from the trial, the New York Millennials, who are re- represented by the Mexico City Wild Wings legal team, versus the coin, Blazeball and Parker the Third. The millennials have won the case. I uh, that's shocking. I know nobody thought that was going to happen. I think Goku was involved. That's the only thing I remember about that is that there was you a Goku. I don't know which side he was on, but there to you talk go. Until you tag uh, me in, if I all. Tag. So I'm gonna be quiet. Uh, I now. think Goku was like the defense attorney, and then he died. Vabby tag. No, I just want to know which side was Goku yeah. on. Uh, Goku was representing Parker. Yes, Goku okay. was the lawyer for Parker, uh, and and Blazeball itself. One of the lawyers, not the only lawyer. Uh, Goku did. Y'all mentioned it last week. Goku did get incinerated after trying to incinerate the judge. That'll happen. Uh, uh, in other news, uh, Eat the Rich has been reinstated. We could all learn some stuff from Blazeball, honestly. Uh, as, as legal fees, Wild Wings lawyer Case Sports reinstated to the Wild Wings team. The quote from the judge, uh, please get this lawyer off my court. So now he, uh, or I'm sorry, they, uh, I've got a note that Case Sports is a they, them, uh, mm-hmm. is back on the Wild Wings. Uh, CEO interim intern commissioned Parker McMillan the third uh, has been incinerated, replaced with a new commissioner, Parker, Parker McMillan the fourth. The commissioner is doing a good job. I didn't know there was a named commissioner. I thought I knew there was a commissioner. I did not realize I mean, it you can't a have a sports character. league without a commissioner. It's very important. The commissioner is yeah. doing a good job. They did die, though. And so yeah, this is the, but this it's okay is the new one. Doing a good job. Yeah, Listen, it's, it's 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 like the Gotham City Police Force. You need a commissioner. <laughs> and all the time you guys talk about commissioners, I'm like the only commissioner I know is Commissioner Gordon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, in other news, Blazeball is still in a grand siesta, which I think means a break. I think I know they take breaks. Uh, hey, that, that is what a siesta is. I I know things. Uh, the coffee cup starts Tuesday the 17th and will go on for five weeks. Uh, teams include the Light and Sweet Electric Company, Atletico FC, Mach- Macchiato City, and the Data Witches, which is the team I am easily rooting for the most of those teams. Go Data Witches. Uh, and Data Witches is go. a good name. That's team, it. I'll say that. I did it. I don't know what any of the words I said meant. <laughs> 
That's okay. Yeah, no, that's that's kind of par for the course. I mean, you've been doing like five years of podcast hosting under those conditions, so like you're do, a natural. Do you now. want any Ouch. answers to any lingering questions <laughs> I you might have from these notes? <laughs> <laughs> I, so I actually do. I do have a question. I'm sorry, I gotta take a second to say, Zach, mm-hmm. I love you because that you, you, you teed it up that for was, me. <laughs> A that was still really a vicious, vicious slam. I'm, I appreciated it though. <laughs> uh, You're great, Zach. Uh, thank you, uh, Fabi. Uh, yes, I do have a question, which is uh, so I, I I'm going to gather the coffee cup is some sort of tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, yes. I'm I feel like I know vaguely the team names in Blazeball, and none of those mm-hmm. names. Uh, uh, are ringing a bell? Are these new teams? Uh, so, uh, in baseball, if you go into the game and click on any player in any team, they'll tell you their coffee preferences. And they decided to do during the Grand Siesta a just for fun tournament, direct elimination tournament that will happen every Tuesday for a couple of weeks. And they divided the players by their coffee preference. And also, oh. I said, I said Atletico, Lat- uh, Atletico FC. I meant Atletico Latte. That's the name oh. of the team. Okay, gotcha. Cool. Mm-hmm. Other teams include uh, Cold Brew Crew, Cream and Sugar, uh, Milk Proxy Society. I have a uh, question. Mm-hmm. What? Coffee does data witches represent? Ah, you have fallen <laughs> under my trap. There are three special teams that are not uh, are not any uh, maybe four. I don't know what this one is. Uh, there are not any type of coffee, and that is the data witches, which are from the Internet Blazeball Data Society, which is like the fan site that keeps track of all the stats. The oh, nice. devs okay. were like, hey, do you want to make up characters for this just-for-fun league? Because there won't be any incinerations, there won't be any stat change. It's just a thing to watch baseball during the siesta. Uh, the oh, other cool. team is uh, the Pandemonium Artists, which is a group of fan artists who made their own like OCs for this. And the other one is the real game band. The game band is the people who make the game. Oh, neat. And they have made a team of all their, their, the people who work there, I assume. They have really good stats. Also, Parker Mormillon the fourth is in here, who, yes, uh, he's the that's commissioner. That's the commissioner. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So, so that's actually cool that, that, I mean, we also, did a, go ahead. One of their players in the real game band, it's called Oops All Keepers. Uh, the keepers are the mods of the Discord. So one is one player is. Oh, these are all, all just all the mods, all the mods together. Nice. So so they basically, while they work on the back end and and make changes and stuff and and take a mm-hmm. break, they they are mm-hmm. doing a a not like not tracked no stats. Uh, just for yeah. fun season. That's yeah, cool. it's still like single elimination, I believe, because they put up a bracket. Um, but instead of baseball, which is every hour, uh, for a week, uh, ninety nine games basically. There's some breaks in between. Okay. Um, it's That's just cool. gonna be uh one series every. Sorry, one series every uh, Tuesday. Okay, neat. Starting the Tuesday before you you hear this, basically. All right. 
Well, cool. I, I honestly, having read that, I feel like I understand it a little bit more, so I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now, let's talk oh, about... Sorry, I, I have to do uh, hashtag relatable content. Uh-huh. Uh, Shoot. So I, I've been browsing Twitter while uh, while we've been doing this. Okay. You ever, you ever just like, you, you have like an artist on Twitter you've been following for years and years and years, and then like after all that time, you suddenly find their NSFW Twitter? Yeah, that literally just happened to me with somebody, so I'm feeling pretty good about that. <laughs> very good, very good. good great. <laughs> like literally five did seconds ago, find so. Your NSFW Twitter, or did you find someone's NSFW Twitter? I found, found someone's. Some, yeah. So. Perfect. Ah. Yeah. Thank you for informing us. An artist us. that they follow. Good okay. to know. <laughs> uh, this yeah, is... Mike's an artist. <laughs> He's using this art. Podcasting Podcast- is hard. Podcasting is I mean, hard. I'm not good I at mean, it. I will say, you've been doing some pretty good G poses in November, Michael. Uh, thank so, you. There you go. That's some art. There we go. Uh, so, this is Power Rangers Turbo, Season 1, Episode 41, Little Strongman. And y'all, we He's have... He's just a little guy. He's just this a little is... strong guy. He's a little Including... boy. <laughs> he is a little... He is a sweet little boy. Okay, so, so folks, this is... This is a really, really, really bad episode of the show. Like, even by Power Ranger standards, it is incredibly sloppily written, and there's a lot of just super dumb shit. But I want to get right out of the gate by saying something nice about it. I have appreciated something about a number of the last, uh, you know, uh, basically since we did the swap with the new cast... Uh, something they've been doing more and more, uh, especially when Justin is the focal character, and it's something that had always bothered me that like the early parts of the season didn't do, and it's actually reckon with the fact that Justin is younger than everybody else. Yeah, they don't do it very much. Like sure. early Turbo, just like like just said like yeah, Justin just skipped some grades. Okay, now he's mm-hmm. like, I, and I've said it a million times like oh he's just one of the guys now like he's just another high schooler and like. That bothered me because, like, why bother bringing in a child if the story isn't gonna, you know, reflect the fact that he's a child? You just have a small actor for no reason. But, like, I've liked the the recent stories that have had, like, Justin play a part. And, like, even in smaller bits, like the monster movie episode, like, you had Carlos taking Justin around like he's a little brother and Justin being like, ooh, yeah, I'm excited to see the monster movie, you know, stuff like that. I like that the sh- like, and it sucks that it's happening this close to the end of the season when Justin is about to go away. But I appreciate that they are finally like doing something with the fact that they have a Power Ranger who's a little kid. You know? Yeah, it's it's cool. The, and and I will give the t- to this episode that 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 is important to this episode, and and it's nice to see them do that. Um, that said. In this episode, Justin tries out for the track team. That's where we start. Uh, <laughs> it's Justin and Carlos. Um, and Carlos is kind of uh, pumping Justin up. Uh, and Pumping him with stretches. Yeah, something yeah. we should make clear, even though Carlos is established to be an athlete, he is not trying out for the track team. He is just here to encourage Justin, although he's also kind of trying to talk Justin out of it because it's like, dude, you're 12 and it's a high school track team. Well, like your, your legs simply are not long enough, child. Yeah. <laughs> one of the things that's sort of nice is like in the first season, it it seemed like, you know, Zach and Jason were on literally all teams, which was weird. It, Carlos seems to just be mm-hmm. on soccer and that's fine. That's how it works sometimes. Um, 
But yeah, yeah. he... Yeah, like, uh, like there's even a, a bit of dialogue later where Justin's like, look, Carlos, you're good at soccer. TJ's on the baseball team. I want to have a, I'm a, a only sport a child, I'm good at. I'm only a child mm-hmm. genius. Like, what's the... I yeah. don't have anything going on. He I'm wants to get swole. I'm only unbelievably smart and also a superhero. They're so okay. That that's honestly, Mike, I think you've locked into why I hate this episode so much, which is please remember as we discuss this that that Justin is a like generational super genius and he's a superhero already. He is the Amadeus show of uh Power Rangers. Yeah. Yeah. So we start with him basically telling Carlos, I'm, I really want to be on a high school team. I've always wanted to be on a high school sports team. It's really important to me. I, I, I will say they, they could explore this in the fact that he could be like, guys, I'll never get to be in a high school sports team un- except for now because I'm already in high school. I'm not going to go to another high school when I get older. Right. You know that, what I mean? That, like, yes. They could have explored not- it that way, but like. They don't. They, they don't. Yeah, they they don't touch it. It's 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 usually just like. But I want to be a big boy. Also, we really should clarify this. Like, it seems like an obvious point, but we really should hammer it home because it is such a glaringly obvious point that it's mind boggling that the writers didn't like notice it because they do seem like they've been trying more this season. But this is an episode where the core conceit is like the drama happens because Justin gets superpowers. Justin already has superpowers. Yeah, yes. Okay. This is what I hate about this episode. This, Maybe we're okay. just scared of the episode because I feel like we're talking about all its themes. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about like... it as we get when we get there. But yeah. So I feel just, like we just had to, we have to lay some groundwork because there's a lot going on. Fair. Justin. So Justin uh, is trying out for track. He picks up a a, a shot put. Shot oh, put. Did we say I, the name of the episode? Because it also yep. it also sucks. Little strong man. Okay. Uh, he hucks the shot put like th- two feet, which, you know, it's about how good I would do. Uh, and then, boy, we just have had some really strong one shot boy <laughs> characters. And I love this guy so much. Uh, there's this blonde shithead. I would call him a himbo, but himbos have to be nice. And he's yeah. not. Yeah. Um, he's, a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a dark himbo. Yeah. A, 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 a hambo. And he literally is like. He's the villain from an 80s ski comedy. Well, and also, like, it's, it's like, he's, like, a, a full-grown teenager, and this is, like, a little boy, and he's r- like, right. hey, short stack, go back to playing video games. <laughs> he says, go back to playing video games. <laughs> what? It, Listen, I understand that uh, that that South Park sucks, but there's a South Park episode where Stan is taunted by a fully adult bully for no reason because it is mimicking a ski comedy from the 80s, and that, that's all I could think about with this episode, because this guy is such a shithead to this 12-year-old for no reason. <laughs> yeah, well, like... like- uh, not to give any credit to South Park, but in that South Park episode, the thing you're talking about is the joke. Right, yes. In this, exactly. it's the plot. <laughs> yeah, in this, <laughs> in this one, it's just happening. Um, so, uh, he, this guy says this to him and then puts his arm around two girls at the same time and walks off because he's just that cool, I guess. Uh Carlos takes him aside and is like, listen, don't worry about those guys. Why don't you try the javelin? It's way less heavy. And, I, I, I don't yeah. think it's weird about this episode here because, like, 
he totally beefed another shot put. He's totally, like, totally going to beef it with the javelin. Is like, he is an athlete. Like, right. he, it, it's ridiculous how bad he is when, like, he does defeat grown sized adult piranatrons on the reg. You know? Yeah, that's <laughs> the thing is, like, Justin <laughs> plays sports, he just plays them against other little kids, like he should be doing. <laughs> right. And, and also, like, so, okay, we, we said it before, and we'll we'll talk. I understand we should sort of save it, but we have to talk about it a little bit. Basically, Justin's going to get super strength. Fine. The problem is that, like, there, he's a Power Ranger, and I know that they never have really shown that, like, they have explicit out-of-the-suit powers, but also... I don't they, think they do in this one. Yeah, but also... The idea... Go ahead. It makes no sense because we've seen him beat Piranatron before without a suit. We've seen him beat Elgar on, like, his first second yeah, yeah. episode no i i agree like, that like he can kick ass but i think it's more forgot. like a robin yeah. thing than out of suit powers like right yeah, i totally forgot about that like yeah he's he's stressing yeah. about all, not getting to do sports not only does he play soccer with other kids his mm. dad taught him karate mm. he's he's a yeah. fucking black belt or something yeah like justin you don't need to be on the track team you're good dude <laughs> right so like so like as this, this this fucking blonde dipshit who's making fun of you you could beat him up we've seen you beat up <laughs> other high schoolers right so, so that's the thing is is as as they like he tr- tries to huck this shot put and he can't throw it and he like he tries to throw this javelin and he it's like comically bad and you're like okay but i've watched him beat up adult men basically like so <laughs> that doesn't make a ton of sense um I, like i guess they're different but skill anyway, sets but like I don't know. He fails to throw this uh uh this javelin and he, Carlos is like, "Uh, I'm sorry, buddy. You know, you you're you're great. You can do it." Uh we cut back up to the uh Earth, I sorry, we cut up for the first time to the moon uh or space base. Um Yeah, yeah, it it's actually we're actually going to see it made more explicit in a moment here, that the space space and the moon are separate things. Yes, yes, I that's love true. It. <laughs> um, so, Divatox is playing solitaire, I think, though I can't really tell. Uh, she's yeah, playing she's with playing cards. solitaire, with, with but really she just immediately cards. gets pissed and gives up. Really big cards. <laughs> oh um, yeah, these are novelty, like, Game show playing cards, like see, cards. like she's playing card sharks. I think it's because uh, Elgar's got to pick him up earlier, and he probably couldn't do that in the suit uh, if they were normal size. But so she uh, grabs this big like <laughs> trumpet and yells. It's a bugle, uh, at, right? Yeah, it yells at Porto through it, and from then, the space base to the moon, exactly which is through space. So that's so, cool. She's got a <laughs> megaphone. Uh, this is a magic object. There's no other way to explain this. Of course it is. Yeah. The, the, yeah. The ca- yeah. When I was watching with Cassie, she's no. like, is there air in space? And I'm like, nah, it's probably magic. No, <laughs> there, there, I think there's air in space in Power Rangers. There I is think that's why people yeah. can breathe yes. on the moon. It, there is air in space in Power Rangers. They've kind of shown it, uh, like, multiple but times. The reason I think it's magical is because she yells... At them, and then she's like, no way, I need to use the magical item. And she yells at the same volume, and it's not going to make that much a difference, that small little thing. 
Unless it was magical. I agree that it's mag- a magic horn. I, uh, I'm trying mm-hmm. to remember. We did Mr. Billy's Wild Ride, and there were all these things where he was going to die in space because it was too cold and because it was too hot. Was was him running out of oxygen a thing in that? I feel like it was. I think it Maybe. was. But also, well, so, so like, the here's moon... the thing: in Power Rangers, there's there's air on the moon. Yes, there's. But that doesn't mean there's air the in space. <laughs> yeah. Yes. The, the moon has air, and also their space base has air as well. It has like a, uh, you know, like uh, fake gravity and atmosphere field around it. That's the only way it would work. Yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, on the moon, Porto is building some Zords, uh, some evil Zords, and uh, Divatox is very excited because she's going to get to pilot a Zord and murder the Power Rangers. Uh, so she's excited for that. Um, we go to the credits and then down to the uh, Jim and Juice bar, and I had okay. Remember when we used to see people work out in the gym and juice bar all the time because it's a gym and juice bar? Yeah, we really it has happened a lot recently. Yeah, seen that much lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Justin is trying to bench press, you know, adult weights for adult people, and he's a child, uh, and he cannot lift the mm-hmm. uh, the weights. And he's a baby. He's a baby. And he's trying to lift it, and then it lifts magically all of a sudden, and he gets excited and then realizes, actually, that Cassie... Yeah. yeah. At the same yeah. time, I, I would have believed he'd be able to lift those weights. Sure. Because of his, 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 his like, you know, prowess we've seen, but yeah. yeah. His Power Ranger strength. He's literally a superhero, is the thing. Um, and also, it's a cartoon. Cassie and Carlos pick uh, have picked up his weights for him, and they're like, what you doing? And he's like, oh, I'm so weak <laughs> and tiny... Uh, and Cassie's like, you're a child. Like, you're, uh, you're a baby. <laughs> you're not That's weak, a, you, you're a baby. Yeah, right. <laughs> you, you, you will be a teenager later. You really should not be in a huge hurry. You need to relax. Um. Yeah. Like, calm your, calm your, just cool your jets, man. You're gonna say calm your tits, but you got weirded <laughs> out because Then, then I realized I was talking about a child. Yeah, yeah like, it's yeah. fine. I hit, um, hit the brakes. Oh, sorry. Okay, so... Lieutenant Stone is facing off some ants at the same time. Yeah, as this. there's more ants on this counter than there is counter. It's ridiculous how many fucking ants there are here, and why is anyone still in this juice bar? <laughs> this is th- this has been a recurring problem. Apparently, he is he is fucking it's sick of this. It's disgusting. Could you imagine walking into a place and there's that many ants on the ta- like counter? Like, I'm I'm out as soon as I see that. <laughs> yeah, uh, but so he he bought. This fucking giant novelty. He bought a scarecrow butt for ants, apparently. Yes, which that is, is just like wild. an ant. <laughs> and it, this it, isn't the monster. What yes, the hell? This, ex- this extremely looks like a bespoke <laughs> prop that Power Rangers made, and I assumed, I assumed that this was gonna become the monster of the episode. It's an, apparently not. It doesn't a, become anything. It's an ant monster action figure, and he says it's to scare off the other ants. And then it doesn't go anywhere. It's week, really though. strange. Yeah. For okay. A week. This this is the first of a number of things in this episode that are obvious setups for plots. If the show is written coherently, that are just dropped. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's very strange. Um, 
And then we get a weird joke that doesn't make any sense where, like, Bulk and Skull are, like, walking in and for some reason it's causing the whole place to shake, which doesn't make any sense. What's the joke? I don't get it. I think the joke is that they're, like, marching proudly and also that Bulk is fat. But Bulk's always been fat and it's never done this before, so it just feels really Yeah, but he's deliberately stomping the ground and he has, like... A uh, boss fight from a Sega Genesis game where if he just stomps, the whole screen shakes, and yes. unless you jump, you get stunned. Yep, totally. I just, uh, it's just, it's just like obviously, it's if it is the joke is that Bulk's fat, that's shitty fat phobia. But because it's never happened before, it's just confusing. Because like, it's not like oh, their equipment's so heavy or something. It's just, it's just the weirdest joke. I thought it was that. I thought it was heavy equipment, but then they just walk normal I, after I, this. I, I do so think I it's the fact that the it's Bulk and Skull it's like confusing. marching and also carrying heavy equipment. Yeah, they so they have uh, they're dressed as they have assault like, rifles. <laughs> yeah, they have Nerf guns basically, uh, or, or big big super soakers that they say are ant murdering guns. Um, and ant murder. Yeah, they say they're going to spray some ant-be-gone formula, and then um, it'll scare the ants off. Uh, And Lieutenant Stone is coughing already and is basically like, "Uh, please do not do that. That stuff is clearly bad. Uh, Balk says it's organic. Yeah, it's, it's, you can't, you can't do insecticide during the business hours of a restaurant. You have to wait for the customers to leave. Then go ahead, spray the place down. Like, go for yeah. it. That that's that's actually proper procedure. Not doing that is probably why Lieutenant Stone has ants. But yeah. don't do it during during business hours. I, yeah. I do like when he says it couldn't hurt a flea, unless of course the flea is an ant. <laughs> it's a good joke. Um, so they leave, uh, and okay, let me ask you all a question. The synopsis of this episode says that this ant that bites Justin is mutated by Balkan Skull's Ant Begone spray. Yeah. Did they ever show that? I did no. not see that. Okay. Wait, like, like, when, like, when was that established? It, no, th- I'm saying that's what's in the uh, the episode synopsis on Ranger Wiki and also on... Oh, there is uh, wi- nothing in the episode that, Yeah, that. no, that is just them assuming, which makes sense to make that assumption, but also like the episode is not clear yeah you could just as easily assume that the fucking weird ant totem that lieutenant stone bought made the the ants weird you could also just assume that angel grove is full of ants that can give people superpowers (laughs) right so we are never given an explanation for why getting bitten by an ant gives justin super strength this is literally never explained it's not, it literally is not important in the show. It's either, but it also feels like yeah, no, an ant bit you. That's why this happens, and you're just as strong like an ant would be. Um, uh, yeah, no, I think ants just have the like tendency to sometimes do that in this world. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, wait, 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 wait. I got an explanation for this. Okay, so in the Spider-Man comics. For a while, they started to have like a mystic spin on Spider-Man's origins. And there's a part where this guy named Ezekiel, who also has spider powers, but got them due to a mystic ritual, is like, did the ant, did the radiation allow the ant to give you your powers, Peter? Or, or the spider, rather. 
Or did the spider just decide to give you its powers because it was dying? As if this is like a really deep thing. And as, and that was 12, I was like, whoa, but it's, that's very silly. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was, un- until this you brought that. that up. This is that. <laughs> until you brought that up, I was literally going to say, they're trying to do the Spider-Man thing. But the Spider-Man origin story goes to great lengths to establish why this is a special spider. Right. And it's not just any ass spider biting anybody, you become Spider-Man. Well, according to Ezekiel, it's, it was a magic spider. Who could magic spider? Magic spider. Right, radioactive <laughs> magic doesn't matter. It is a spider that is unique in some way. This is just an ant. So this ant bites uh, Justin, uh, mutated or otherwise. It seems like a normal ant. He runs over to leave because he's he is you know basically having a temper tantrum. He says, "I want to be normal and or and I'm too old or I'm I'm a little kid and I thought that being on the team would make me feel normal and I got to go to tryouts." When you really boil down to it, this is probably like the seventh or eighth episode where Justin's problem is like being a smart kid and skipping ahead in grades is fucking me up. So like something fierce, and I get it. But also, like, that's half of his episodes. <laughs> right. Um, so he runs over and uh, open tries to open the doors. Lieutenant Stone is coming through, and he rips him right off the hinges. Uh, and he says, oh, I'm sorry. I guess my uh, my training says, is finally... sorry. <laughs> yeah, I guess my I, I guess training those, that, like, one rep I did on the barbells made yeah. me insanely strong, and I broke your doors. Later, nerd. I just like how he clearly like wrecked this guy's shit. He's like, "Gee, sorry, bye." <laughs> yeah, we get this really great just shot of like of 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 Ernie Jerome the Boulder Stone uh, <laughs> mugging <laughs> for the camera. Yeah, <laughs> that's what he's they doing. Do, they do show that what? he was that he was looking at Carlos and Cassie, but at first I thought he was just staring directly at the camera. And it I was mean, very functionally, funny. he is just staring directly at the camera, being like, "It's a living." Yeah. Um, we cut up to a. Uh, uh, Divatox, who is doing some nice meditation to try and wait to uh, uh, to get her Zord. Uh, and she asks again, Porto, how it's going. And he's basically like, oh, Elgar's uh, doing some stuff. Go ahead. They're playing some vaguely like Eastern music. And she goes, oh... Uh, so Elgar is trying to is finishing up one of the Zords, uh, and Divatox is like, "Don't fucking let Elgar anywhere near that." And uh, Porto is like, "No, no, no, not Elgar. I'm sorry. I meant uh, Edgar, my cousin. Yeah, exactly. My cousin uh, Edgar. Yeah. So we should talk about these three robots real quick, because apparently in the the Sentai they're a set, and so we're yeah. gonna get evil Divatox Zords for three episodes." I like the shark one. Uh, just tell the listeners, I could not do a Car Ranger Garage because Shout Factory was like, nah, you don't get to watch the episode today. But we did go and look at the uh, the wiki article for the episode, and apparently this is the beginning of a three-part Christmas episode series in the original Sentai. <laughs> yeah, no clue what this shit has to do with uh, Christmas, but, you know... So they're working on finishing these Zords, um, and then we cut back down to uh, Justin doing tryouts. The coach is incredulous uh, that he is the one who's going to 
be doing the the jump, but he's like, okay, here you go. Just this is long jump, run and jump as as hard as you can. And Justin does it, and he jumps all the way over the entire long jump pit. Yeah, he jumps all the way over the sand pit and into the grass. And yeah. that, that's that's going to be the thing that like uh, is going to happen for all of these challenges. Is he's going to be so good at them that he is beyond the ways of measuring them that like they have prepared. Like like this is better than an Olympic athlete's jump, and his kid just did it. <laughs> yeah, to kind of to kind of. Sp- speed past this a little bit. He's going to do two more challenges. He's going to throw a shot put so far that it basically goes out of the arena and like hits the the fence. And then he's just going to do a high jump without a pole. And everybody's like, "Whoa, this kid though." And it's like, I just like to imagine he's actually in a competition though. I know like that's great, but you need to use the pole. It's like part of the like you need yeah, to you he's like, you, nah, you fail. Nah, dude, I got this. <laughs> Don't fucking sweat it. And he's and and the fucking it's like fucking Rudy the the people like put carry Justin away on their arms and he's like so coach did I make the track team and he's like kid you are the track team <laughs> the whole while um uh Carlos and and Cassie are watching this and like oh no this ain't good we got to talk to Demetria yeah clearly <laughs> there's some supernatural shit going on and and here's the thing mm-hmm. their instincts that uh yeah their inst their instincts. That Diva talks is up to something perfectly well, sound. Yeah, it is honestly kind of fucked that they're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> like it's so crazy that that's not anything to do what? with the rest of the episode. As- Who came up with this? <laughs> yeah. Diva talks is just as surprised by what's happening as they are. It's it's it might be the only time ever that I can think of where like. There's something supernatural going on that has literally nothing to do with the villain. Well, the only like, other comparison I, I would have would be the Justin Robot episode. Because that had nothing to do with Diva Talks. I, I feel like occasionally it's been like, oh, it's an external entity. And the villain like tries to enlist it or something. But I can't think of another time where it's just like, no, this is just also happening. Like, it's really strange. At- well, well, I mean, did, did, did I did, did I cut out? Because I said like the the robot episode is literally that. Oh yeah, I guess that's true. Okay, you're right. That's um, the only one though. Oh, Arutan. Arutan. Oh, Arutan. Yes. So they're gonna make the demon Arutan. They're gonna take just. Okay, we maybe we should go back to Skype because you just keep cutting yeah, out. I, yeah, I, Zach, you are talking over us and we can't hear you. Let's and take this a quick break. Yeah, nobody, should we take sorry, a break or? Yeah, let's take a quick break. Uh, hi, I'm Molly, a trans girl living in Seattle. Hi, I'm Ashley, a trans girl living in Florida. And I'm Jules, a trans girl living in Sydney, Australia. We're hosting a new amateur anecdotal advice podcast about what it's been like for us being trans. We'll be covering topics such as coming out, realization, experiences with HRT, thoughts on surgery, romance, and family. You can find us at TM Radiocast on Twitter, and you can send in questions to transmissionquestions at gmail.com and transmissionradiopodcast.tumblr.com. Join us three on what it's all about being trans in your mid-twenties through our own 
frankly, weird and wonderful experiences. Hey, everybody. Sorry about that. Uh, we were having a lot of technical issues. Uh, Zach kept cutting out on us. He's having some internet problems, which is why there's probably a lot of weird crosstalk back there. So we're going to jump back into it. Uh, so, oh, fuck. What was the last thing that happened? Uh, so um, Justin, the- Justin became the whole fucking track team. He's super good at it. And Carlos and Cassie are like, okay, Justin, you have like weird super strength shit. Something is clearly wrong. This is clearly a villain plan. Why wouldn't it be if it were mm-hmm. anything else? The show would be poorly written. And Ro- Justin's Rocky like, fuck you. Somewhere, be- somewhere going like, yes, you got it. I have passed my powers of knowledge to you. <laughs> oh, God, I miss Rocky. I miss Rocky. Uh, Y'all ever just miss Rocky? Yeah, all the time. Every moment of every day, I miss Rocky. Ah, uh, I miss Rocky. We're not going to see him again until, like, fucking uh, Beast Morphers or something, or whatever the last uh, one was. The one before Beast Morphers, maybe, I think. You know what they need? They need. We were talking about the Boom Comics earlier. It needs to be a Rocky miniseries, but it needs to be written for someone with the same read of Rocky that we have. Yeah. <laughs> Once again, nice. Boom Comics, call me. I have ideas I, for the Rocky miniseries. I need to catch up on the comics because I know that they finally moved on to season two. Rocky, Adam, and Aisha are in there, and I I want to see what their takes are on those characters. I'm worried they're going to be like. Fine, except for Rocky, which will be boring compared to what we have. <laughs> In fairness, like, unless they actually just make him stupid, it would be very hard for their Rocky to be as fun as but ours. Make him, yeah, I mean, just make him stupid. It's okay. You can have stupid characters. It's the Rocky great. is. I love Launchpad. Rocky is a big himbo who's also self aware yeah. of, like, so- the media they're in. Oh yeah, he's 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 fucking Deadpool, mm-hmm. uh, except like better. He doesn't have to go as far as Deadpool in the comics for me. I know, Fabi, you probably disagree, but um, like maybe uh, just being like, like a little Deadpool. bit. Uh, yeah, yeah, but you like Gwenpool, and that that's and kind of I, I, you like well, Spider Man. I don't understand. They're completely different characters. I just mean, but she has this like fourth wall breaking stuff, right? I mean, yeah, but. It's so it's so different. It's so different from Deadpool. Okay, I'm I'm sorry that I Listen, misrepresented you. I'm, Can I continue I'm, my point now? I'm the Gwenpool. <laughs> I'm the Gwenpool uh, respecter here, and we'll be nice to Gwenpool. Yes, you can do okay. your point. Okay, well, I was going to say, like, if he's just, like, oddly prescient sometimes, you know, kind of thing. Like, I yeah. think they've done that with other uh, characters that are seen as stupid, where they'll be like, I mean, like... Obviously, it's this guy's. What are you guys talking about? Uh, <laughs> like, you mean like Goofy and Kingdom Hearts? Yeah, like that. Mm-hmm. Well, Goofy is like not. He 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 seems like he's wise a lot more often than dumb to me. But yes, like that. Uh, so I, I I do want to get back to the episode. So on top of the yes. whole fucking weird like <laughs> ant ant totem that Lieutenant Stone had and the fucking smoke. That Bulk and Skull had that neither of which contributed hey, to the plot of the I, episode. I have a question. Maybe we missed it when Zach was talking about it. Is that ant thing a monster from a previous season? I don't know. That just I don't looks think like so. a monster. That lo- I, it I looks like, like it should be the prop to become a monster. Yeah, yeah we talked like, about that. Oh. Yeah, I think I may have missed part of that. Anyways, 
It's okay. Uh, things have been kind of a mess so far, just like the episode we're talking about. Yeah. Uh, but I was going to say, yet another thing that feels like a setup for plot but doesn't is when when Carlos and, and Cassie are like, hey, Justin, we should probably talk to Demetria. There's some weird shit going on. He's he's basically like, fuck you. I'm super strong. I love it. He gets like really, really aggro about mm-hmm. it. And they start talking about like there being side, side effects, effects to yeah. Justin's su- yeah, they st- start talking – like, they'll go to the command center in a second, and Dimitri will be like, hey, there might be side effects to your super strength. We should we should test this. I thought the reveal was going to be that the side effect is that, like – He was a rage the monster. Of, yeah, he turns into a rage monster, and, like, the other rangers are going to have to, like, like, f- like talk him down because, he, like, he's pissed off and incredibly strong, uh, you know. But no, that's that's not it. He's just you know being <laughs> no. See that would that would cause... be interesting like character development and and theming. While this is just like which kind of superhero do you want to be? <laughs> yeah, honestly, yeah, that would be that would be an interesting twist that like Justin tastes power and it turns him into an asshole. I mean, it kind of does. Like, I, I there's some. When he's doing, I know we're skipping all around this episode. Oh yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But I know the bit where yeah. he does uh, arm wrestling, I thought he was gonna break that guy's arm. Yeah, I joked he about just, it when I watched it. But I knew they were. It's like do the that. fucking arm wrestling scene from the fucking Jeff Goldblum The Fly. He's just this normal looking kid who walks up. He, like he walks up to a beefy looking guy. He's like, "Hey, want arm wrestle?" And then the guy laughs. He's like, "What? Afraid you'll lose to a kid?" And like just fucking demolishes mm-hmm. this dude. And the other Rangers are like. Justin, you have superpowers. You can't just be going around doing that shit. And then Justin's like, you can't two just do new that bros to people. just show up and they're like, Justin, you want to ditch these losers? And Justin's like, yeah. And then they yeah. leave. What they say is you want to ditch these losers and get some real food. Whatever yeah. that means. I- <laughs> yeah, you're, like, these are like athlete bros and they're in the gym and juice bar. What food are they going to go get uh, yeah, that's exactly. like real food? They go to like a, French, like a French restaurant or something? Like high class stuff? Like what are they talking yes. about? <laughs> yeah. These two bros in their tank tops uh, are going to go to a fancy five star restaurant with Justin. With it's- this child. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure that's normal. Yeah, yeah. They're going to take him to the real party. It's like, come on kid, we're going to go snort cocaine off the ass cheeks of a prostitute. Let's go. <laughs> Wow, you went that in a different direction than we were doing. <laughs> yeah. I was going to be like, he's like, hey, bro, you want to get the escort girl? Bro, you know I'm always down for some yeah, escort girl. Me, me and them were like, oh, yeah, you know, high class. And you were like, okay, so Justin, this is the thing with hookers. <laughs> I want to make a new Power Rangers of Blackjack and hookers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nothing but respect for sex workers, oh, by the way. Just want yeah, to be clear. Of yeah. I, I am one. I want just, <laughs> same. Uh, I, I just wanted to say a thing that I mentioned when you were saying blackjack is that bit at the beginning when uh, they're working on the sword and Dibatox is playing with poker cards. It looks like she's reading tarot with poker cards because she's not playing a game. She's not playing solitaire. She's like arranging them in a very like uh, tarot uh, order. No, she like, is, is she. She is meditating later, so maybe she's getting into, yeah. like, you know, some occult stuff. It's like, I'm, I'm gonna read your cards. Is that is that a poker deck? Yeah, yeah, don't worry about it. I'm gonna read your cards. Well, isn't, like, the, 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 the standard deck, like, kind of, like, an adjustment on the tarot cards? Like, spades were swords, like, 
clubs were cops kind of thing. Uh, or when I was wands. in college and and in last year of high school, first couple of years of college, I read tarot. Um, no idea. I have no idea. Okay. I thought that was a thing where like playing cards are kind of based on the tarot deck a little bit. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> so we should pack up a bit because we kind of skipped ahead. Uh, Carlos and Cassie convince Justin to go to the command center. And they're like, hey, uh, Alpha, Demetria, some weird shit's going on with Justin. And Alpha's like, all right, one med scan coming right up. Yo, 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 I'm Alpha 6. Uh, and then he does the scan. He's like, yep, you got super strength and it's some weird ant shit. <laughs> and that, like, no further yeah, like, no analysis. Why, where did the ant come from? It. It kind of does feel like everyone's like, oh, yeah, you know that legend that sometimes when an ant bites you and and you get super strength? They don't say this, but that's like the reaction we get. People don't fight it, but they're like, huh, okay. Yeah, yeah, they just go like, ants are really strong relative to your size, so it follows logically that, yeah, you that, know, that, that if Justin got bit, he's got ant powers, and no one's just like, wait, so does that does that happen every time? Like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Uh, okay, okay, then, uh, okay, I have a theory. Um, every time an animal bites a Power Ranger, the morphing grid, like, makes a weird connection between the animal and the Power Ranger, and that Power Ranger gains a trait from that animal. So if we, if, like, a raccoon had bitten Justin, he would have the power <laughs> to eat trash. <laughs> Um, I, I was gonna say it's it's like remember like when they made a reference to Gotham City in like season one or something, yeah. Or Batman yeah. and 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 like and like Batman was currently airing on Fox Kids. I think they were airing Spider Man cartoons at this point. They could have just talked. They could have just been like, oh, like Spider Man, but they didn't. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So this is the thing. I don't think they specifically said Batman. I think they said like that guy in Gotham City or mm-hmm. something. I don't know. It's been it's well, been. They could have made years. a reference like that, where it's like, oh, like that other guy. <laughs> like I don't know. What's- yeah, uh, yeah. But then this is where Demetria drops. Like, be careful. There might be side effects to this. I know having super strength is really cool, but we should watch out. And then uh, we cut back to the Jimmy Juice Bar, and then we have the scene we mentioned where the other Rangers are talking and like, man, I don't know about Justin being super strong. This shit's whack, yo. And then he challenges the guy to the arm wrestling, and it's it's uh, just like, wow, just Lieutenant you're an asshole Stone- now. Lieutenant Stone has trouble opening a jar of pickles, and Justin just does it quickly. It's a cute, well, he, it's a cute scene. Well, the thing that weirded yeah. me out about that though was that he was trying to twist it, and Justin just pops it off, presumably ruining the glass. Because like, yeah, he just rips <laughs> that he thing broke off. It. Yeah, that, those pickles are full of glass now. Oh God, just, Justin, Justin <laughs> is just a dick now. Like he is just a grade A asshole. Now that he's got super strength. And again, it's not like this is him testing, tasting power for the first time. He is a power ranger. He has superpowers. They're just not constant. I guess he can't like show them off though. Like again, this one, he feels like, oh, I'm strong now and I can just do it in front of people rather than like being a secretly a power ranger. Maybe it has something to do with I it. I guess. But. Cause after he, he does the, the arm wrestling thing, like, the lecture that the Rangers like give him is like, isn't like Justin, you gotta be careful with these superpowers. It's like, Justin, you can't just show off like that. You have superpowers. It's not fair. And his response is, Well, TJ, you're good at baseball, and Carlos, you're good at soccer, and girls 
well, I don't care. He he doesn't mention the girls. He just skips over them. This is what I want to be good at. This is my thing. Even though yeah, I already my have thing a thing. Is I want to be literally superhuman so I can <laughs> be on the track. Team. Even though I'm already a genius. Also, hi girls. What one of y'all likes fashion, right? Oh, that's nice. Then you have yeah, a, a it is girlfriend that he just ignores the and girls. a band yeah. and a dog at one point. Oh, that's cute. I, and, and then, and then, you know, later on in the episode, Justin's like, "I don't know why you guys are on my back. I have these powers, so I'm allowed to use them. I've been reading these Anne Rand books, and like, I'm just saying, like, anyone, Jesus. if you have the power to do stuff, you can just do it." This episode, <laughs> God, yeah. Justin, Justin's being told he's a whiz kid. Like, yeah, he's going to grow up to be a fucking objectivist. No, so this is the thing. This is the thing. I believe that th- at this point, there are two futures for Justin. Uh, weird, objectivist, libertarian asshole, trans girl. Those are the only where, two choices. Where does the, the trans thing Justin. come from? I'm curious. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, no. I'm, 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 I'm with Fabio on this one because here's the mm-hmm. thing. This is, this is where Justin's going. Good in a few computers. years' time, he's get, in, a, in a few years' time, he's gonna mm-hmm. go to 4chan, and once you go to 4chan, it's a coin flip. <laughs> you either become you, you either mm-hmm. become an alt writer or a trans girl. There is no in between. Mm-hmm. I mean, there is an in between. They're called Nazi femboys, but yeah, that's an alt writer though. <laughs> yeah, I feel, I feel like yeah. that's pretty solidly that's in the other right. side of the coin. I just don't want to make that's a joke about between. that. <laughs> uh, that's definitely on one side. Uh, so yeah, no, I'm I I can't wait uh, for Justin to transition. Yeah. That's so uh, yeah. So uh, the the two guys show up and like they they're like, hey, Justin, come on, we're gonna show you how a place to go get some real food, and then they they head off to the fucking like. Mm-hmm weird underground black market dungeon and we cut our, <laughs> uh, we don't cut uh, to uh we get diva toxins like the olive garden that same thing really we're here justin <laughs> your family <laughs> yeah welcome to the family justin it's, we have unlimited breadsticks uh but we get we get fucking uh diva toxins periscope popping out of a, an ice cream sundae and, which and, i love i mean i it's it's funny but also it breaks the rule it's gotta come out of water well it's gotta come out of some kind of liquid because it does come out of shit like like fruit punch ice cream's and, not a liquid? and soup and shit like that i think um, it came out of but, foam one so like yeah to be, and, and, to, like, and this, to be fair but this time it, it, to, to emily's point it comes out of ice cream yeah ice cream is soft but it's a solid yeah, and like and Listen, like soup, soup yeah. and 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 um and uh, punch oh. are also mostly water. Okay, <laughs> like they- uh, I, theory. Um, mm-hmm. it can come out of anything. It's just usually comes out of water because it's less noticeable and less friction. It could come out well, of like stone and metal, human skin, anything. It would just make a bigger impact. Cassie had a different explanation, and it was that. Well, that was when they were underwater. Now they're in space, so anything made out of space, they can go out. <laughs> and ice cream so is made out of space. <laughs> here's here's my like, counter argument for the "it's got to be water" thing. And I'm gonna wait for this car to go by. Okay, here's the car. thing: if it's got to be at least mostly water, then the ice cream is fine because ice cream is mostly milk, and milk is mostly water. I guess. So, so, like, in my mind, the problem with ice cream is the ice cream is frozen. You know what else is mostly water? People. What if it comes out of a person? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> no it can. It can. It just doesn't <laughs> do it because that would give the game away. 
It, it would be like, ah, ah, I have a giant periscope coming out of my hand. Oh, wait, either, 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 either that or it just comes out of someone's brain and kills them. And then there's a dead body in the juice bar with a fucking periscope out of its head. Uh, listen, there is, there is exactly one reason why this periscope doesn't ever come out of somebody's chest fucking alien style. <laughs> And it's that Fox wants to keep Power Rangers Y7. That would be really funny, though. <laughs> like, aliens talk about secret aliens. <laughs> More things for the comic to explore. Call us. Boom. Please return my emails. <laughs> if there's one thing this world wants, it's dark and edgy Power Rangers. That's what people like, right? Every time they've tried mm-hmm. that, it's been mm-hmm. a financial it's, success. Everyone loves it. Every them. single time. See, the the trick is that uh, you also make it really happy and also very gay, and then you can just sneak in the dark and edgy. No one even notices. No so, one will uh, notice the chest, the chest periscopes if everyone's making out with each other. Work, work for Steven Universe. Mm-hmm. So, uh, speaking of no one will notice... Uh, what Divatox is saying is like she, she d- cut, has the periscope come out of the ice cream. And she's like, wait, Justin has super strength? That makes no fucking sense and wasn't set up by the plot at all. Uh, And it also wasn't an evil plan by me, so there's really no reason for it to be happening. But anyway, there's probably a good way I could take advantage of that. And we get this bit where Rygog tries to be like, oh, super strength? I can show you super strength. And then he flexes, and she's like, no. (laughs) And then moves on. And it's it's really great. He farts. And then she goes like, ah, oh, Rygog's smell doesn't count. Yeah, she literally oh. says that. I saw I saw the smell doesn't count line. I thought it was just a body odor joke. I didn't hear the fart. I think he fart. I think I heard a fart. I, unless my brain I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to listen to this now with my headphones yeah. and see if I hear a fart. Yeah, I, I don't remember him farting. A super strong Justin. How can that be? Oh, yeah. I'll show you super strong. Smell doesn't count. <laughs> Uh, so, but then we, we, she's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna send some piranatrons down to investigate. And we cut to Justin and the dude bros just walking around a neighborhood, uh, seemingly not going I, anywhere I in particular. I did not hear a fart. Great, I'm mm-hmm. imagining farts now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, that's fart imagined in Fabby. It's how, it's what we all know you for. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's true. That is my brand. Yep. That's 100% your brand and always has been. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, yeah, so Justin's having a conversation with these dude bros as they're walking through a suburb somewhere. And they're like, yeah, Justin, you're our secret weapon for the team. It's going to be great. We're going to win the state championship because you're literally Superman. And that's the, the most we can aspire to as the best thing we can think of with our fucking dipshit brains. Uh, and then Sopranotrons show up. And then these two guys immediately bail and just leave this kid mm-hmm. to fend for himself. And like, yeah, he has superpowers, but also he is twelve. What? Mm-hmm. And they I, just I, run I just away. thought of like an alternate way to like another way they could have gone with the story that would have been more interesting. Me saying that is, what if they were like, "Hey, Justin, break open this ATM machine," and he's mm-hmm. like, "What? That would have been that's, fun, but that's bad." Yeah, but like, no, I mean, Justin, like, you're strong, you can do whatever you nice want. Food. Yeah. <laughs> Justin, I'm pretty sure you're bulletproof, food. dude. Like, who cares <laughs> if the cops come? A-cab, Justin, A-cab. No, this is wrong. My friends were right. Something like that, you know, but that's not what happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just having Justin be like, you know what? 
the laws don't apply to me anymore. I can do anything. Why shouldn't I be worshipped as a god? And then it just, <laughs> it just turns into a chick tract. Oh my god. Um, but the, but this is where like Justin's like, oh man, there's too many uh, Piranatrons for me to fight. And I'm like, why? Despite the fact that he does that all the time and also has special mm-hmm. superpowers, whatever. And it's time for them to finally... At the 11 and a half minute mark mm-hmm. to reveal the actual conflict of the episode. Because up until this point, we've just been farting around. But he goes to try to morph, and it like it doesn't work. Like We get kind of a, a rev up sound. Like, we, we, get the, we get the sound of a car engine failing, basically, as he's like, shift into turbo. What? So, uh, I... I, this is the third time I've said this. I have a theory. Um, the ant stole Justin's soul. He can't morph anymore. <laughs> Every time he says it's 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 time to shift into turbo, the ant transforms into a little Sentai uh-huh. ant. <laughs> the same thing happened last week with the vampire, but now it's the ant. Okay, I know we were talking about vampires last week, but... When you said that, Fabi, that really felt like it came out of nowhere. Like, that was the biggest, like, logical leap I'd ever heard. Like, well, you coming I mean, out like, but, hey, listen, I know why he can't morph. It's because uh-huh. the superpower but, ant sucked his soul out. And yeah, I'm just like... But Carlos could morph... Excuse me? ...without his soul. He does that. Could he? I thought he could. Well, we could no, because they, they, they cure his, like, mind control no, aspect, they, but then... I, they, give him, they give him a soul. They give him a replacement then, soul. This but why soul, doesn't he... Then, just, why does, then why doesn't he have a reflection... They give him the loner soul because it's not very good. We, I, uh, we, I wasn't here. This was all talked about in the episode that I listened to this morning, and that's why this is in my head. Um, but yeah, I listened listen to that too, and I thought they didn't say that he had a. I thought he still had a, didn't have a soul. I no, I, I'm pretty sure they. Uh, Michael did a whole bit about how this is how you put the replacement salt inside. And then uh, Simone said, yeah, it's like a spare tire. It'll work for a little bit, but you really need to get go, go get that fixed. Okay, yeah, that does sound I, like the I love say. how the two of you remember more about that episode than I do, and I was on it. Because <laughs> he listens to, to be you, fair, it's different. I listened to it, to it like literally eight hours ago. I listened to it like three days ago, so... Yeah. So anyway, Justin can't morph, but it it doesn't matter because he has superpowers. Yeah, and he has uh, he has the well known ant ability of tactile telekinesis, which is how he's able to lift a Perontron by the fist all the way into the air. Because as long as he's touching something, he can use telekinesis on it, like Superman, and like ants. Ants all have that ability. Like uh, I do want the listener to know that. <laughs> Earlier, after after we each uh, watched this episode, Emily workshopped that joke. Uh, she tested it on me, and I was like, I don't get it. And she's like, fuck you, it's Superman. Superman rules. Tactile, tactile telekinesis. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 and that's, that's why ants can lift stuff. It's not because of the whole, like, you know, um, the fact just, that they're small. Just not, and it's Michael, easy to, just not. It's easy to lift things. It's because tactile telekinesis. Tactile telekinesis which is a hard word to say fast tactile telekinesis tactile telekinesis tactile telekinesis tactile telekinesis tactile telekinesis good job thank you yes uh anyway 
so he beats the Piranatrons real good. He just beats the absolute he's shit so out of them. He's so into it, too. Actually, like, he grabs a fist, and he's, like, smiling, like, evilly at the Piranatron. Like, I'm gonna fuck you up, dude. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> like, they really feel like they're setting up for the end of the episode to be Justin looking, learning about how power corrupts. Because, like, he's really enjoying beating the shit out of these Piranatrons. He's cruel. He's fucking toying with them. Yeah, yeah. he's enjoying hurting them. Uh, at one point, he's, like twisting and breaking a Piranatron's arm and then flicks it in the head. Uh, yeah. And he yeah, laughs no. at it. Yeah. Like, Justin's cruel. Like, we've we've had rangers from season one, like, having a good time beating up on the mooks, because that's what mooks are for, you know? You have a little fun with your karate fights. Justin is a sadist. Also, the mm-hmm. mooks aren't usually, like, terrified, because they are right here. Yeah. <laughs> they they they're like in pain. They're suffering. They they are begging for him to stop, and he's he's just gleefully just like <laughs> like just also uh, speaking of the Piranatrons, there is an effect when they first show up that I forgot to mention, but it really caught me off guard when I watched this episode for the first time. Uh, I don't know if we've seen this effect before when they jump out of the ground with the little splash like they usually do. Mm-hmm. They're like very briefly. Their legs are rotoscoped to be like mermaid fins. What? And then really? turn into legs. Have I've they done that before? That. I've never noticed that. Either, either, either that's new, or we've just never noticed before, and I'm not sure. And I don't know which is worse because this is episode 41 out of 45. So. Uh, but yeah, the other rangers show up, and they're like, hey, Justin, you okay? And he's like, yeah, it's cool, I have superpowers, I beat the shit out of some Piranatrons. Uh, and I'm like, okay, well, th- that's that's cool, uh, anything else to report? And Justin's like, yeah, I found out what the conflict for the episode is. As long as I have my super strength, I can't morph. And I'm like, oh, I guess, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, yeah, sure. And like... At this point, he gives his blue Power Ranger powers to someone else and becomes Ant Boy. He runs around the city as Ant Boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that could have uh, that been the thing, but... I mean, I'm sure Rocky's mm. back is feeling better by now. Just give, give those back to yeah, him and it could be the Rocky Power Rangers back. and Ant Boy. Yeah, bring Rocky yeah. back. Uh, so we cut to the space base, and it's about time for Divatox to go on like this... Uh, maiden voyage of one of her three uh, new Zords, which she has. So this is something we talked about a bit uh, off air before. So this is we're getting we're getting into a three parter in the Sentai that has like three different Zords piloted by different characters, uh, and this one is going to be piloted by her equivalent from Car Ranger, uh, Zonette. This is yeah, Zonette. Power Rangers Turbo has five evil Zords in it. And that is wild. That's a lot of evil Zords for a season, considering there was, like, one in Mighty Morphin and then never again until now. Yeah. And, like, I know that as the seasons go on, the the amount of, like, Power Rangers Zords starts escalating, because that's just kind of how Sentai works. But, like... It is wild to me that the bad guys have five different robots, because like because so, like the first one was uh, was uh, General Havoc, and then we get uh, we get fucking uh, Elgar's Terrorzord. <clears throat> we get a Metallosaurus and the Terrorzord that Elgar drove. Divatox is going to pilot this one herself, and then looking ahead, the next two are going to be Porto and Rygog. And it's it is wild yeah. that we just. Ev- 
every member of this villain crew, every major member of this villain crew gets their own robot. It, it's kind of yeah. Sorry, Continue. I was gonna say that's kind of cool. Actually, it is cool. Uh, it is interesting too that like. Well, because Zonet's not the main leader in, like, Car Ranger, the fact that it starts off with her and ends with Rygog kind of makes sense. But here it's, like, the big bads going out in a Zord. And, like, that alone is really cool, though. Like, the fact that like, we never saw Rita get into a Zord. We never saw, like, the the Machine Empire get into one, the, the, the main guy. It's always, like, the general, right? Like, like, Goldar was in that Zord in Mighty Morphin, right? Yeah. I, I guess, I yeah, guess actually, I guess Zed had a... Serpent thing. Zed had Serpentera. Yeah. Uh, but they but they That was weird though, because it wasn't it wasn't really like a Zord, it was like really way better than a Zord, Serpentera. Yeah, it was Zer- Serpentera, the, the thing is they didn't have to they weren't working around like who was piloting it in the Sentai, because in in Sentai if I remember correctly, the Serpentera equivalent wasn't anybody's robot. It was just a thing. Yeah. That they had to worry about. Uh but yeah, so so what what happens here is Divatox gets what they call her taxi, uh, because in this in some of the Sentai footage we're about to see, uh, the way the Zord gets dri- driven is that Zonette gets into this cute little like pink convertible car and then flies and it like locks into the cockpit yeah, of the robot. It's it's Mega's XLR style cockpit. I really like it. <laughs> yeah, uh, they do have to work around it a lot because we're gonna get a lot of shots where like. They're only going to show the Zord in the Sentai footage from, like, in the faraway shots. They're not going to do any close-ups. And then when we get close-ups in Power Rangers, it's shots of, like, just Diva Tox's actress, like, just j- just in the top of the car. Like, they have the camera, like, way zoomed in, like, on her from, like, the chest up. And it's a lot of creative cutting to work around the fact that, like, yeah, we can't... We can- we-, we cannot show the, the Sentai... V- driver because it's a completely different character it works though i, I liked it a lot i like i love seeing uh diva talks pilot disorder on and have fun it's good it's, it's very good it's it's shades of the flying car she had earlier uh that is one thing i will give uh diva talks that we really didn't get with any of the previous like main bad guys is that diva talks gets in there and stirs shit herself like a lot more than anybody else um, it's not always effective, and she isn't doing it super often, but she does it enough that it feels like, oh, yeah, Divatox is willing to, like, get her hands dirty in a way that the previous villains kind of weren't. Uh, but, so, yeah, so it, it is worth noting that these three swords are, one of them is shark-themed, one is cat-themed, and one is bird-themed, and the bird one is the one that Divatox takes, and, uh, she, like, gets into the driver's seat and flies off to Earth. Uh, and then we cut back to the command center, and they have they have Justin on the medical table. And I know we've made a lot of jokes about the medical table so far this season. Characters are on the medical table a lot this season. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like, like Tommy's couch. Yeah, well, like we've <laughs> we've had we've had plenty of episodes like all throughout this series so far where like a ranger or some other character is like on like a slab being examined. I feel like it's happened a lot in Turbo. Like, just a lot, a lot. And I, I I, don't know if that's, like, just confirmation bias or recency bias or what, but, like, it feels like it's happened a, a weirdly high amount this season. Sure, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so they, they examine him, and he's like, they're like, Justin, you're going to have to choose between being a super-powered ant boy or a Power Ranger. 
Because we can give you an antidote that'll let you morph, but it'll take away the ant powers forever. And he's like, oh, but I wanna! wanna have I wanna both. be the cool boy! And, like, you would... You would think that he would have to spend a lot of time, like, thinking about this and, like, weighing the pros and cons and really, really struggling with the decision, because it's a big decision. But we spent so much of the episode farting around leading up to this that Justin makes the decision in, like, five seconds. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, yeah, I don't want to stop being a Power Ranger. Let's go. It's like, well, yeah. okay. He's like, just dropped I, that. Well, I mean, we kind of have like TJ give a little bit of a speech where he's like, "You want to win trophies and stuff, but you got bit by an ant. It's not really fair for you to win those trophies." And like, and then, and then, you know, Diva talks is attacking, and Justin's like, "It's way more fun helping people as a Power Ranger." Is what the yeah. conclusion is. It's like w- winning with superpowers against people who don't have them is. It's it's just not fair, Justin. Like, d- didn't you watch the first like twenty minutes of of the Incredibles and then none of the rest of it, like I did? <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so yeah. So he makes that decision real quick. Uh, he gets the antidote. We shift into Turbo. It's time for a Zord fight. It's time for a Zord fight against Divatox. And this shit is fun. This shit's a lot of fun. Not, yeah. Not because the Zord fight itself is particularly interesting, because it's not. It's just kind of another Zord fight. But, like, Divatox is having a blast doing it. She's like, ha ha ha, I'm gonna step on you. Oh, look at that. I'm picking up the Megazord, and I'm gonna just carry you off. <laughs> Let's have some fun, assholes. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. She's, and like, all, the, all the cuts to her, like, close up are really fun. She's just kind of like hanging out at the car, being like, "Yahoo!" kind of stuff. It's really yeah. good. Uh, Feb, you've been quiet for a while. You doing all right over there? Yeah, I've been like laughing. That has not been coming true. Okay, I, I just, I just didn't. Want I don't us have to, uh, much to say about the rest of this episode. My notes kind of disappear until the end of this fight. Yeah, like that's. I feel like this has been reflected in in our actual discussions of the episode. But like I, I feel like we just kind of run out of stuff to say when we get to the robot fights because we've seen a thousand of them, you know. I, I do got to say, a subtitles here are really good because it's like squawking, squawks again, squawking, <laughs> or like more squawking yeah, or yeah. something. It's really good. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a great bit where Divatox like throws the the turbos or like or the, the rescues or like into a mountain and it breaks. And then she just shoots lasers at them out of like the beak. And that's great. And so, okay. So we, we kind of touched on it lightly earlier, but there was a setup where Porto was having Elgar work on the control panel for this thing because, cause I guess. Uh, and this is where that pays off because the robot goes out of control. And, like, Divatox is about to win here. Like, they, she is demolishing the Rangers. But then just, like, everything breaks, and the top half mm-hmm. of the Zord starts spinning around like a top, and we get the shot of Divatox, like, being made sick from all the spinning. And it's like, oh, oh. Like, she she straight up does the, the, the George Jetson reference of going, somebody stop this crazy thing! And, like, it... It finally stops, and she's she's looking like she's about to puke. Like she she, she does the comical she thing where like her cheeks puff. Yeah, yeah. She says, "I'm too old for this." She's gonna barf, and then the Zord just like flies off 
Uh, back to the moon. I love all these times the Power Rangers are about to get owned and then, like, something happens and they just have to leave. Yeah, uh, the Power yeah. Rangers lost this fight and then Diva Tucks needed to go back to her home planet and it's literally that animation. You're like, whoop, 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 whoop. Yeah. Whoop. You can get, like, a slide whistle. Mm-hmm. Eric, give us a slide whistle, please. But, like, here's the thing. There have been times in previous seasons where, like, it is a mistake on the part of the villains that bails out the Rangers in a situation where they would have otherwise lost. But it happens in Turbo a lot. Like, it's kind of like the medical table thing. Like, it is not unique to Turbo, but it happens a lot in Turbo. Yeah, and, like, it doesn't really, like, um, amount to anything either. Like, uh, I wasn't here on the episode where the terrorist order attacked and he ended up having to leave and stuff, right? But, like, there was no reason for that. It didn't have any kind of, like, thematic elements. In, in the Car Ranger episode, the whole episode is about how they're overconfident because they've been winning so much. And that's their downfall. And that's, like, the lesson that's learned by that episode. There's no lesson to be learned from it. He just leaves because they forgot a pin. And then here it's, like, they just leave because she got a bit sick. And the Rangers yeah. learn nothing. I guess... <laughs> I guess this is kind of the thing, this ties back to what we've been talking about. We've been talking throughout the season about what we love about Diva Talks and her crew is that they're a mess and yeah. she's kind of a disaster. But like the thing people have been countering with that is that like, well, at the end of the episode, she wins. She blows up the command center. And I think, I think that's really the crux of Diva Talks and her crew as villains is they are simultaneously the most powerful and least competent villains the Rangers have faced thus far. Yeah. Is because they keep getting into situations where they should win, where they have the Rangers dead to rights, and then the villain themselves fucks it up somehow. And then eventually, eventually, we're going to get to the point in, in like four episodes from now where finally the Rangers are going to just stop getting lucky and, you know, the the bad guy's own fuck-ups is going to stop bailing them out and they're going to lose the command center because it turns out that the Diva Tox and her pirate crew are actually extremely powerful. <laughs> it's kind of weird that they ended Mighty Morphing End this like that, but yeah. I mean, that, that's the thing is, I get why they end Mighty Morphin that way, because, like, the command center was an iconic thing part of the series from the beginning. And so it felt thematically impactful to fucking blow it up. Right. Mm-hmm. Like that feel, that feels final. You know, it feels like the end of an era. Mm-hmm. And then they just kind of undo that at the beginning of Zeo. And then it's like, well, I guess we'll blow it up again. It's not going to mean as much this time, but I guess we're going to do it. Um, but yeah, so, so she bails, we cut back to the moon. Now Elgar is playing with the playing cards. Mm-hmm. And trying to build like a, a card house. Yeah, Elgar's uh, just having fun, making a little house of cards. She's doing really good, and then boom, yeah. Diva Tuck's lands and the cards fall. And poor Elgar, he was trying so hard. Yeah. Uh, speaking of poor Elgar, so Diva Tux is about ready to fucking murder somebody, and we get this bit where Elgar and Porto go back and forth, blaming each other for being the one at fault. Uh, and I think they kind of ultimately settle on Divatox being like, Porto, I told you not to let Elgar touch anything. You know he's an idiot. And then she just is like, all right, the next time you want to test drive it, I'm going to send you out there instead of myself. And that's it's kind of the, the thing. Um, 
and, and again, I, I feel bad kind of glossing over to over it because like it's a fun scene. I like the sub crew, but there's also not much to it. You know, it's just kind of the usual diva talks, yells at everybody, and and, and that's it. Uh, so we cut to the bleachers at the track and field. And it's Carlos at first, and then the rest of the gang will show up. And they're trying to comfort Justin, like, hey, sorry, I know those superpowers meant a lot to you, but it was the responsible thing for you to give up your superpowers so you could keep your other superpowers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, they ha- they try to have him say, they, they try to have him give a thing. It's like, well, being super strong was only good for me, but being a Power Ranger is good for everybody. So, obviously, the less selfish option uh, was to be a Power Ranger. And it's real good that I'm giving this justification after the fact because nothing during the pivotal scene actually like set this up. Uh, and then and then uh, a guy from the track and field is like, hey, Justin, uh, what was it you were telling me earlier about the javelin? And Justin pulls out a fucking chart with trajectories on it. It's like, yeah, if you throw the javelin at this angle, it'll go the fastest yeah, because math. The, the show remembered that he was a genius. At the end of the episode, yeah, and and it's like he's he like he it's weird because the setup of the episode is in theory like he gives up his superpowers because like the lesson should be that is that he learns to be happy with being normal, but it's the one-two punch of like he gives up his superpowers so that he can have mm-hmm. this other set of superpowers he already had, and also he's a child genius. Mm-hmm. And it's like he didn't really sacrifice anything at the end of the day. In fact, he's still he, here's the thing. He's still friend with the track and field bullies. Like even though he's no longer like their secret weapon on the team anymore, they made it like he's still part of the team. Like now he's like their technical advisor or something. And like he didn't sacrifice anything. There's there's no lesson here. It's fucking it's fucking nihilistic, y'all. Yeah. We learn nothing. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Uh, but that's that's the episode. Any, any thoughts from either of you ladies? Uh, real quick, there in the, in the credits, uh, Portal needs to pee. Yeah. yeah. Apparently he can't go in his suit, which... Mm-hmm. Raises a lot of questions, because I thought he just lived in the suit. I thought that was just a space Me suit. Me too. I guess he takes it off to use the restroom. I guess. Kind of makes me wonder what he's like actually shaped like under there, but it's I don't actually want to know. It's just a stick. The suit's the shape. Oh, boy. But okay, uh, y'all uh, y'all ready for some questions? Uh, first and foremost, this is actually uh, from Cassie. Uh, what mammal would you least like to transform into? So I think we all know what our answers are, like, for one we'd want most, but what would you least want? Ah, it's a tough one, because, like, mammals are pretty cool. I don't know which one is the least, like... Yeah, I'm trying to think what's the least like a bear. (laughs) Yeah, for me, it's not that, because, like, I mean, they're all all cute and stuff. I'm trying to think of, like... (sighs) You know what? Based on this episode, an ant. That's not, not, not going to be an ant. You mean, didn't she say not mammal? mammal? Yeah. Oh, she did say mammal. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> um, an ant eater. I feel there. Like, boom. Got yeah, it. Yeah, that Saved one's it. that one's that one's not bad. I guess. Yeah, I wouldn't want to eat. 
plants, I guess, but... You, you know what? Uh, any type of monkey. That's just way too close to human for my comfort. That's a really good answer, and, like, I'm... I, I might actually answer that, but I'm going to say, just to be different, I'm going to say something like a badger, because, like, badgers are cool, but I'd want to be an animal you'd could you'd want to pet, you know? <laughs> like, or, like, a porcupine. Yeah. I wouldn't want to be a porcupine, because you cannot pet a porcupine. And that, and I want to get, you know, I want to, I want to be a social animal. So, uh, with other people, with people. So, like, yeah, I'll say that. A porcupine. All right. <laughs> No pets for porcupines, sadly. Alright, yeah. Uh, okay. I I have another, uh, but before that, Fabi, I think we should uh, have you answer you yours. do yours, because I can't find who, when... I think I know who sent it, but I can't find it, and I want to correct... I want to credit the well, correct well, person. Well, the question I've got is specifically for you, so if you're busy, that's okay, not going to no, work. Okay, no, hit me, hit me. What's up? Hit me. All right. Uh, this is from Fletcher. Uh, he actually sent it for the okay. episode I'm going to be doing tomorrow, but this is a question yeah. we should really ask while you're here. Yeah. Uh, could the Power Rangers defeat the Blaseball Peanut God? Uh, no. <laughs> Next question. All right. <laughs> maybe, if it was, what, maybe if it was a team of baseball power rangers like tj could send a chance but like so the only reason the only reason the peanut was defeated was because J- um jaylen fingers was in there and she has the special trait that has her transport from one team to another but when you leave the monitor's team you get the trait saboteur and you start hurting your own team so when she transported to the Peanuts team, she was actually hurting them. And then she transported back, and the person she switched with now also had the saboteur uh, trait. So that's the only thing, because it was close. That's the only thing that let them win. Uh, if Jalen doesn't get to the number 14 board in the idol board, she doesn't die that sends her to the hall monitor's team. Um, so yeah, it was a whole, whole big deal, and I don't think the Power Rangers could do it. Okay. I'm gonna be honest, some part of me was really hoping you would just say no, and then leave it at that. Yeah. Like, just, uh, no, and then we just move on. (laughs) It it was who I thought it was, but I just needed to double check. So this comes from the Crow System, at Best Trans Girl on Twitter, um... What baseball teams would each ranger root for? Uh, and which rangers would actively follow baseball? Uh, rangers who would actively follow baseball, all of them, uh, because baseball <laughs> is great. And uh, all the cool and good people in the world follow it. And if you're like, uh, well, I'm cool and good and I haven't followed it, just wait a couple more seasons and you will. Don't worry about <laughs> no, it. No, 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 I, no, I, no, I, I, I think me I and Michael really actually... Break it down. <laughs> that, that part I don't of, really break it down. I want to know which one specifically would be super into it. I, I feel like uh, Cass, Cassie yeah. would like it. I mean, Cassie would be into it because yes. she has a bit of a shit poster brain, I think. She does feel like a shit poster. I think if TJ jumps in early, he would like it because he would like have the the experience, everything. Like 
the first season it was just baseball, and then they added more things. But if they, if like Justin got super into it, or Carlos did, and was like, "Hey, TJ, get, you like baseball? Do this." He'd be like, "Wait, why is there a fifth base? What? What shame? Wait, what do you mean, son? Too?" Uh, <laughs> I think he would be like, no, fuck this. But if he had started from the beginning, I think he'd be like, oh, they just did a little, a, a quick, a quick change to baseball. That's cool. Oh, that's another quick change. Oh, that's another quick change. Dead by a thousand ba- baseball cuts. Yeah. That feels more like a real answer. Okay. Uh, and as if what teams would each uh, one do, uh, I think, let's see. Cassie is definitely the Seattle Garages. Uh, they're the band, also known as the Garages, who make music. And the music's really good. And you can find it on Bandcamp, Spotify, or YouTube. Um, the, and they're sad and good and queer. Um, <laughs> and uh, All things I enjoy. Hmm, Ashley. Uh, what team would be Ashley? I'm leaning the Miami Dale. Because the Dale is like one of the big party teams, and they're just like good vibes and partying. But actually, no, I changed my mind. I think it would be the Boston Flowers. They they seem to have a very good like uh, sense of fashion, and and you know, actually likes fashion. Um, Carlos would be, of course, the Mexico City Wild Wings, the best team in the whole damn sport. Uh, because Mexico, and same reason that I chose it. Because the <laughs> reality is, you the first time you go into baseball, it's like choose a team, and all it gives you is names. <laughs> so it's like ah, Mexico City Wild Wings. It was either this or the Houston Spice for me, and I was like, hey, I'm not. I'm any, not in Houston. Are there any mm-hmm. Canadian teams in baseball? Yes, uh, the Canada Moist Talkers. The what? Uh, I believe they're based in Halifax. The Moist Talkers. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they <laughs> had uh, this really good picture they no longer have. Her name was Polka Dot Patterson. And she had 87 fingers. This is not a, a, a fan thing. This is a glitch in the system. Every time something happens to a character that makes them better at baseball, they gain a fingers, a finger. And there was a glitch that gave Polka Dot Patterson 87 fingers. That's a lot of fingers. Mm-hmm. Gotta say. Uh, who haven't I done? TJ. Ah, uh, TJ, TJ. I think TJ would be a Crabs fan, but then the Crabs ascended, so... I think TJ would go to one of his friend's teams, and I'm leaning, like, the Garages because of Cassie. I'm like, oh, yeah, no, the Garages are cool, I like their music, and he, he would join that one. Uh, and then Justin is the only one that I haven't said... Who would Justin go for? Uh, What's Justin's the nerdiest kinda, option? The Hades Tigers. They are from Hades. Like the like the Greek. Uh, yeah. Like, uh, they play in Tartarus. That's uh, their stadium. Their stadium okay. is Tartarus. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, that I think that's the nerdiest one. Because it's uh, it's like 
mythology and shit. Sure, sure. Yeah, then that's that's Justice yeah. then. That's yeah. the thing is, you want to understand Justin as a character, just think, what's the biggest nerd option? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that's, that, that's everyone. All right, cool. Uh, I th- I think that's going to do it for us. Uh, this this has been, I, I don't know how much uh, Eric is going to be willing or able to clean up this mess, but we've had a lot of technical issues tonight, so I think we should try and wrap this up. Uh, Emily, do you have anything you want to plug? Um, you can follow me on Twitter at this is Emeralds, and also um, uh, there's these, this is VTuber called Verisimilitude uh, that has a Twitch channel with her dog Emerald, and they've been <laughs> they've been uh, streaming a uh, Ocarina of Time randomizer, and it's been pretty fun. I think we'll probably they'll probably stream again on Thursday, and you can find her at twitch.tv slash Verisimilitude rituals. Thursday being I, the day before this episode goes live. That's true, but you know, next Thursday you can catch it too. And also, we mm-hmm. did a one on Saturday, so you might do it on Saturday as well. They might subscribe because they're not us. I love how when you're breaking kayfabe is my favorite fucking thing. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Uh, all right, uh, Fabby. I shouldn't have taken a drink of water. I, I knew I was next. Um, hi. Hey, oh, and Fabi, what what do you want to plug that has nothing to do with baseball? Because you've plugged like five thousand baseball things already. Uh, sure. I want to plug Desert Bus is a charity stream that's going on right now that is raises funds for Child's Play. Uh, and if you go to bandcamp.com slash Seattle Garages, you can find the set that they perform at Desert Bus. And if you buy the album or the shirt, that money goes to charity. Uh, and also Fabi underscore Garza on Twitter. I'll let you take care of the Eidolon plug. Uh, Strangers Fiction. You should be listening to Strangers Fiction. We, I just did an episode with Cassidy, where we created a cool uh, sapphic, like, gem lady named Sapphire. Uh, and that's just fun. That's, that's just cute. me and her making characters and flirting with each other. So be warned. All right. Uh, Fabi, I appreciate your approach that's <laughs> like, I'm going to let Mike plug Eidolon because he has literally nothing else going on in his life. No, He's a loser. Be- I'll let him handle it. I that's up. You're so mean to yourself. <laughs> uh, you can find- I try my best to yeah. get him to have some higher self esteem. It's not working out. <laughs> yeah, the, the 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 tragedy uh, the tragedy of James Studebaker as a character is a lot of it is just me. <laughs> uh, yeah. Have you met Ursa and also me? Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, We're so, matted um- role players. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so you can find me on Twitter at Mike Loves Rabbit. Uh, you can also hear me on Idle on Playtest, which is uh, an actual play podcast where we test a system called Idle on Become Your Best Self, uh, inspired by JoJo's Bizarre Adventure and the Persona series, made by our friends Luke and Molly, uh, where there's a lot of fun. And also, uh, Fabby and I fucking air our personal shit. Anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, no, it's a really good show. I I think this last episode, when you're hearing this, the last episode in the feed or in the Patreon feed or the next episode in the free feed is going to be Pop 16. 
And I think that's one of the weirdest and also best episodes we've done. Um, it's very queer. It's very funny. Uh, it has the debut of the Ursa team. Uh, or some music theme that Maxi did that That's awesome. she yeah. fucking nailed it. I gave her two weird, obscure Mountain Goats tracks, and I said, uh, I think it would sound like this, and then it would change to this, and she, like, nailed it. Uh, it's really good. Uh, and, yeah, no, it, you everyone should be listening to that, because me yeah. and Mike and everyone else are very good in it. Yeah, pretty pretty much everyone involved in the show is super awesome and talented. So just listen, do it. <laughs> oh, thank you. I, I do feel like Pop Sixteen like really encapsulates the uh, the the many facets of the show because also there's there's like there's like serious lore dump world building, and then there's mm-hmm. some intimate character moments, mm-hmm. and then there's also just a goofy digression where we all pee in a hole. So you know, there's that. Great, sure do. fantastic. <laughs> Okay, no, because I'm not going to get a chance to talk about this anywhere else. I want to have it at least in one podcast ever. I really like that scene because uh, all the three characters who are peeing in the hole are are played by trans women. And they all have been, to one extent or another, implied to be some sort of trans or queer. And just the idea that you have these three trans women peeing in a hole and we don't make it like a big deal. Like, oh yeah, we're just peeing in the hole. Feels it's weird, but it fills me with these like sense of like queer pride. Maybe I'm just weird. <laughs> I don't know. I really like that. Okay. It, yeah, sure. it, a little bit. It is a little bit weird, but also I mean, <laughs> hey, you're valid. Uh <laughs> also like that is a tiny fraction of that episode, but yeah. we all keep dwelling on it because we Luke Luke made the fucking fatal error mm-hmm. of mentioning like, hey, so y'all were in a trance for a number of hours and you kinda need to pee. And we're just like, Oh, our characters need to pee, huh? And it's like this. <laughs> well yeah, <laughs> anyway. it's his fault then if he's the one who brought it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean at first he, he like I think as soon as he said it, he like tried to course correct. He's like, Oh, also you're really hungry and thirsty and tired and we're like nope sorry buddy it's all about the urine express choo choo um <laughs> anyway we should we should fucking wrap this up we should wrap this up uh, for teenagers with attitude i've been mike i've been emily and i'm Pavi. and this feels weird to say after the conversation we just had but stay wet y'all gosh <laughs> the fucking stole it from you <laughs> may the lethal protect you always Park it. Um, wild not mild. Pase lo que pase. Wild not mild. <laughs> <laughs>